What the boys, the boys, slam! Do you want the index? No. You're good. But we didn't talk about it in the show, because why would we? But right before... Oh, the con man? Or, or, oh, you mean you're... Yeah, right, right before, right after the, the pre-show, I was like, I feel like I have to throw up. I don't know why, I don't feel sick, but I feel like I had that thing. And I went to the bathroom, and nothing came out. I kind of had these, like, burps and stuff, but that was it. And I had some of this, uh... Gaviscon, you know, just in liquid acid. Yeah. It's a generic version of Gaviscon. And it, uh, it worked. Stuff's awesome. Anyone over 40 should have a bottle of this still in the right stand. I have... The, the version of Milk with Magnesia, okay. which is the same sort of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. So. Taste better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It, that was library paste with like the <laughs> weird, like Pepto Bismol cherry. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, but hey, it's, it's not about the flavor. You're not you're not. You get it used to the flavor, and and I take this before I go to bed, and I don't wake up with heartburn anymore. Mm. So, it's uh, it's worth every penny and every tasty sip. Okay, so. Uh, I don't have anything. I don't know. Um, uh, see, so the Insight Lander on Mars has is about to play. It's placed its seismometer is about to place the wind thing. On. It, okay. It's, it taking it, it has now that have that as we speak on February first. It has that in its claw. Okay. I was gonna put the the wind cover, the wind and thermal cover on top of the, okay, uh, on top of the seismometer. That's kind of neat, but I saw a story this week that they're getting ready to pull the plug on opportunities. Mission. Yes, it's been been missing in action for like six months now. Yeah, I mean, it's. It's too bad on one sense because it's I mean it's not too bad. It's not at too all. bad. It's been eighteen the, years. That that thing it was supposed to last three months. I mean, well, I mean, it was obviously or ninety. It was it was, it was hoped that it would that would last longer than ninety days, but the thing lasted eighteen years. Spirit lasted like nine years, and opportunity doubled. Is it really that much longer? I can't believe. I mean, time you know starts can. Dilating for me, but that's crazy. Cause it wasn't it like 2000. It was. I thought it land. I thought we talked about them when on the show. So I thought it was after 2005. But maybe it was right before when we were talking about their exploits in the early days. Fifteen years. And when did it land? 2004. Okay. Yeah, so before the show, so it was about a year old when we started the show, and we have, so it's just been a constant of our, of our, yeah, of science geekery, and you know, we've, I mean, you remember Stephen Squires, right, he's the guy from Cornell, who was the project lead. I do, and he's still the project lead. And you know, he turned, you know, turned like a two-year thing into a 15-year thing, you know. Good for good for him. Good for the team. I'm, I'm sure at the end, I mean, what they weren't getting as nearly as much data, so it wasn't as much yeah. to, to the process. But uh, oh, the team probably shrank too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like the Voyager team is like probably like yeah seven people now or less. There was a really cool story a couple years ago. I think it was on New Yorker or Washington Times about the Voyager team and how like they, you know, they're all in their 60s and 70s retiring and they have this this young new whippersnapper who's she's only 40 and you know and she's taking over like the programming like because like it's not you know it's not python or anything it's not c sharp it's yeah it they have to, to keep up with the old programming that sets on that thing and it's it's way 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 far away uh, there's a great documentary that I watched called The Farthest about it okay and a lot of uh 
it's cool music and cool stuff. But that's it's crazy about these exploration missions that are kind of pressing the limits of a human lifespan. Like, you know, just to man the the radio, you know. It's 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 funny because I, I was listening to, to some podcast they were talking about going to space and how we we went to space. We did a lot of our space exploration early before we really had the tech, mm-hmm. and then and and so we kind of just tooth and nailed it for a while. And then as we built the tech, we we shrunk our investment in space because there just wasn't a lot to do. <laughs> I want that's an interesting question, right? And. We don't have enough data in the real world, but you know, like playing like like uh, you know Civ and stuff like that, right? Like the way we got into space, like you know, I wonder how like normal that is in the universe versus you know, it's you're, you're going to take issue with my question, right? Because there's no proof that there's anyone else has ever done it, right? But it's like, like you just said, right? We did it like cowboys riding on top of a rocket. Uh huh. Versus, you know, actually building the foundational tech. A modified tech. missile, more or less. Yeah, versus building, building foundational tech to get there, you know. And and what we found was it's an empty, barren wasteland. Yeah. Uh, and there, there's not a lot out there for us. It's not like going to the new world and here there are planes for thousands of miles where you're going to plant all your stuff. Yeah. It's just empty and devoid of anything that you could possibly use to live on. And right. it, it, it magnifies the importance of the planet we're on as opposed to as opposed to being a new frontier. It's very much a wasteland. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, right? It, everyone calls it a frontier. But it's uh, it's good. It's a great way to put it. I never thought of it that way, right? Because frontier in our culture infers great great prosperity and opportunity, and sure, if you're trying to sell space exploration, you want to call it a frontier. Mm -hmm. But you have to redefine what frontier means and you have to make sure that people aren't accidentally inheriting the you know prosperity and opportunity part of it yeah because sure there's lots of of expensive metals and stuff out there you can't live on would that you would be climate. able to go and mine them and bring them back in some possible way that would be cost efficient but it's it's next to the, the, the cost to get something just into orbit. Did you see the thing this past week about the company that wants to roast their beans on suborbital missiles on the heat I re-entry? saw something about that. I didn't follow through. It would be like a $500 cup of coffee. So they're, they're, what, they, they would put the beans on like the... the it would be they, like... They, a, they would embed it into the blast shield? Is that what they're... Yeah, yeah. It'd be something like a sounding missile, but it would go high enough that it would hit high heat on re-entry. Why? It's just, it's just heat. So the the it's not even like the thing where you feed it to civets. At least they're doing something. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. They better put Kopi Lawak in there or (laughs) get the fuck out. You know, (laughs) Um, that's what I said on the team sheet. I was one posted it. Um, It's like when um, we're in Oregon. Jamie, uh, Jamie Floyd, who runs Ninkasi, right? They put grain up on or yeast up on sounding rockets. Found that's it. right. Yeah, I remember that. Made beer, and when I talked to him, because you weren't there, but I was playing Greg when I interviewed him, and you know he had a good answer, and that was, yeah, it doesn't physically affect the yeast or whatever. It's it's a ch- it's it's a challenging endeavor to launch it and recover it. It's still a viable yeast. And it might get people interested in space science. And you know, he's kind of a he's kind of a geek like we are, right? I can see that, but it, it, it also reminds you, do you remember that that's about the the vagina beer? Yeah. <laughs> they would get a yeast from your woman and turn that into 
I, I, I say this, I mean, when I say your woman, I'm not trying to be like, uh, like super masochist, like, or not masochist, uh, anti-feminist or anything like that. I mean, I was disgusted by it too. Like the idea of capturing your woman, capturing quote unquote your woman, mm-hmm. and then turning into a beer when it was. I don't remember that part of it. I just remember the research and someone that propagated. Vagina. Well, just the way it was sold was very. Oh, uh, I don't sexist. remember the. I don't remember the commercial part of it. I just remember the research part of it. No, there was a commercial mm-hmm. thing about it. Yeah, it was like the ultimate sexy thing is is to no, use. Really? Yeah, it was real gross. I don't recall that part, but. I mean, I guess some people are into that thing, but not a lot. <laughs> but that—that's the thing, right? I mean. I wish you could have talked to Jamie Floyd about it because, I mean, he had a good answer. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to. I would have liked to, to, to have that discussion because the, there, I, I, I don't think that... I, I think that when you put... When you when he said... Or when you paraphrased him as saying uh, getting people interested in space exploration, I think that's a good motive. I don't know whether that is totally successful or not, but mm-hmm. that isn't absolutely necessary either right it, it, it's mm-hmm. it, if it if it does the if it does a little bit then a little bit go a long way right i mean in these this, there's two parts right it was the interest and there was it was a challenging endeavor to launch it recover it and have a viable product now you're putting yourself through a bunch of hurdles that you wouldn't necessarily have to do right i mean would it also be a challenging endeavor to 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 get yeast onto a uh, a Formula 500 car and <laughs> that goes through a race and then pick it up, right? Yeah. Right. So I mean, get, it's there might be a market for that too, though. But um, but it's like the challenging endeavor part of it doesn't doesn't feel like mm-hmm. much to me. Yeah. I mean, you can make a challenging endeavor out of pretty much anything if you if you try hard enough. Right. Uh, yeah. So this coffee beans thing, right? Yeah. It's they have these vessels that are in the reentry vehicle, and there's heat, like heat pipes or something that are attached to the, the heat shield, and it's supposed to roast coffee on reentry. It's like the most expensive way to make heat. Yeah, it's a very expensive way to make a very to do a very simple reaction, which is slamming the atmosphere, creating a lot of blast pressure. Because what you're doing is, is you're compressing the air in front of the, the craft very a, a lot so that it starts to heat up. Uh, and it's... But that's just... It. Yeah, the one blog who was writing about it said at a very minimum, at the price to launch the cargo and everything, it's at least $250 a cup. Yeah. But you know, once it goes to retail, it'll be $500 a cup. And we talked about in the pre-show about just putting water up into higher potential mm-hmm. right? that takes energy the amount of energy it costs to put a rocket up is huge and useless because you can do that kind of fire e- that, that kind of temperature easily on earth without expending nearly that much energy plus you have to engineer re-entry vehicles. so really they should call it entropy coffee because really that's what it's doing you're just you're just using up energy faster <laughs> you're, you're just like destroying the climate faster, right? <laughs> <laughs> to make fucking coffee. Not even necessarily good coffee. No, no. Just a particular special coffee. That's only special because of that. <laughs> no. No. I say no. Fuck them. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck you, you coffee. Fuck all of you coffee roasters. Space coffee roasters. <laughs> I'm gonna bust that ass. <laughs> I saw that this cool tweet, and I, I, I just basically am copying it because I think it's awesome, which is um, I have a new f- phrase to say when I'm leaving a room or a meeting. <laughs> Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Stay yeah. fresh, cheese bags. 
What are you gonna drop on the floor? You gotta drop something on the floor. Why? <laughs> As you leave, just. I know. I tried it out today, and it was great. I mean, I already—I told them what I was doing, but <laughs> then I left and I was like, "Hey, stay fresh, <laughs> stay fresh." He's like, "It was great. It worked." <laughs> So, I got something real quick. Yeah. Did I tell you about the makerspace at the library? Yes. Okay. So, on uh, Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday, Cranberry Township has these things regularly. It's coffee with the township manager. We don't have a mayor here in Cranberry. We just have a township manager. And uh, this one was about the makerspace. And I had, you know, like a last minute thing. Like, hey, should Allie come and exhibit some of her stuff? And uh, she she did well. She great. She was like she stole the show exhibiting her stuff, and she got she got a write up in the Cranberry Eagle, which is like the local newspaper. Uh huh. And uh, she she was like over the moon about it. She, yeah, sure. When you're a kid, of course. Yeah. So yeah, picture it hasn't gone to print yet, but it was on their blog. They don't they only print once a week, so it'll probably be in the newspaper next Wednesday. Ever I had my picture in the the forward, which is the Jewish newspaper around the country. But it's, you know, it's it's it's, it's countrywide, but it's like it's you know, the Jews make five percent of the population. How many of them read the forward? Not a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> So, what you get in the paper for? I was, it was dumb. It was me being at some like protest and I, and, or, or, or thing, and it was just me smiling. <laughs> and it was like Greg Weiss and then blah, 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 proudly stand in front of blah, blah. And I was just like, I didn't really care. I was there because that was. Girl. Yeah, maybe I sort of cared, but not really. A girl. You were there for a girl. No, I wasn't even there for a girl. <laughs> it was the worst part. It was. It was <laughs> It was just, I, I don't even remember, but it was just like, oh, okay, I guess I'm sort of required to do this. Yeah, so, yeah, she was excited, posted on her Twitter, and then she was really excited when two of the Mythbuster Juniors kids retweeted her. Post. Oh, yeah. So, That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So... It's pretty cool. Hey, hopefully, it's enough motivation to keep her, you know, to get her like going and like yeah. actually into it and whatnot. But she, and then she asked the uh, so the, the library project. I think I might have told you this already, but Cranberry has a big improvement thing every year where they collect donations. Like, I, yeah, I did tell you this, right? They did the playground one year. So I mean, they're looking at like collecting like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for this thing. And uh, so Allie asked Leslie, the librarian who's leading this thing up, like, I want to be, you know, can I be part of the planning makers? And she's, you know, absolutely. So she was really into it. Cool. So, yeah. That's good. How's Max doing? Max is good. Um, he's actually, I took him down to Porto Haven last week. He needs to make a, his Valentine's Day box is actually like part of the curriculum and graded. So he has to, I, I don't know, I don't understand the concept, but. It has to be like fairy tale based, so he's like making a castle with a dragon and he has to wear a costume. It's like, why is this curriculum based? Why is this graded? Um, but we went to the party of Haven last week and started, but it took longer than we thought, so we're going back down tomorrow to finish up his box. Well, I mean, in, in some way, I kind of like that because it's, it's, it's encouraging more creative thinking than mm-hmm. just. Yeah. Straight wrote. Yeah. Remember this. Remember this. Remember this. Yeah. It's the whole <sighs> drives me nuts. Heather. Heather has no problem buying the kids costumes for school stuff, but like, what a uh, costume? How 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 on earth are they allowed to have a costume and be part of your grade? You know, it's like it is weird to have that be graded. But on the other hand, how old is Max? Grade is he in? He's in second grade. So it's not like yeah. matters. His grade yeah. doesn't matter. It's yeah. second grade, right? No, you're right. You're right. So, but no, I took him on Proto Haven, showed him around, and you know, it's he's so fucking stubborn, right? He, because Allie's the maker, he doesn't want to be interested in that shit. Well, I, I got a sneak peek at how he's interested in this stuff too. So, it just you know, that'll be good. Keep. You know, keep him going and just let him forget that he's supposed to be stubborn about it. Mm-hmm. 
He spent an hour. So he, they had just last, don't make comparisons to what Allie's yeah, doing. Yeah. Just, they had the last three days off school. And so schools these days, they do something different than when we were young, right? They When there's too many snow days, right, you have to go to school 108 days a year in Pennsylvania. And our school doesn't stack up like any extra cushion, right? So every day the school's canceled, they start taking away days around holidays. And then once they can't take away any more days around holidays, they, what they do now is they're called FID days, Flexible Instruction Days, where you have to go online, download some curriculum, this like nonsense homework that is not really related to what the kids are doing right now. It's mostly busy work. Yeah. And they have 10 days to turn in the stuff, and that counts as a school day. So it's, it's nonsense that meets the bar of counting as a school day. Mm-hmm. And one of the things Max had to do today, he had two sheets, he had the color. And like, he, he has a stubborn streak in him. There's a homework he has to do every week where he has to read like a, three paragraphs and he answer four questions on it. And it takes a little bit of abstract thinking for one of the questions, whatnot. Every week it is a fight. He could finish it if mm-hmm. he was if he was amenable to it, he could finish it in ten minutes. On average it takes two and a half hours. I hear him I was that way too. Because I don't want to be told what to do. Yeah. And today he had the color, like complementary colors in squares. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even like a, the real, like rote complementary colors. It was like, what do you think looks good together? Yeah. He's like, I don't know what looks together. Oh, I like his green. I just want to use green. Yeah, because it I, took him an hour to color. Some I boxes. understand that because it's it doesn't it it doesn't feel good to. To use parts of your brains that you're not like ready to use, mm-hmm. even though it's simple, it's also just like I, I, my brain's not in the mood for this, and I can't just switch to that. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel what he's talking about. The the other thing he was doing yesterday, it was regular homework, not fit homework. He had math problems. And what we let him do was we let him play Fortnite, and when he was dead, waiting for the game to restart, he would do a couple problems. Got it done, like it, it got him right. If he got if he got him wrong, we would have to reevaluate that strategy. But it's really I don't know. Is there anything wrong with that? No, if if especially if he's getting them right, because because yeah. that means he's he's he knows what he's doing, and he's just and. So he's dead, he's waiting for the game to restart, and he does three or four questions, uh-huh. plays a game. In Fortnite, you know, you only live for five or six or seven minutes before you're dead, unless you're, like, the god. And then you do some more, and... I say, if it works, I Seems mean... like a good strategy. It's yeah. a good strategy... For things like... For things that are very atomic. Yeah. Things that are, like, math problems. It's, it's a good strategy to get him to do things that he knows how to do and it just says rote it's not a good strategy to learn yeah yeah I'm with you and yeah these math problems are pretty much rote they're too easy for him mm-hmm. you know we held him back because he had a late birthday could he move up a year probably would he get great grades I don't know right? it's, probably, so. it's probably better off for him academically in the long run for him to be held back than, than uh, yeah. I wish I kind of wish there's, I was held there's back different arguments on that when you do the re- when you look at the research and stuff right like there's the earning potential in that one year it, it's actually split on like whether yeah. fuck fuck capitalism yeah I know. fuck it seriously you know, the earning potential yeah I know. we're slaves we're fucking slaves sorry Ugh. But yeah, it was like, it was like, you know, super like chill. Like, sorry, I'm now I'm mad. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you mad. God damn it! Fucking earnings potential. God damn it! So, uh, the good place. Did you finish the good place? No, it's still okay. Probably two behind now. No, only one behind because because you saw the the. The IHOP episode, yeah. the TV, that was a that was the second to last. Thing. That was the penultimate episode. So there's only one more episode. I saw. Here, let's see what's on my Plex right now. Because I looked last night to see if there was a new one, and it was up to date. Plex, where are you? There you are. 
good place. I watched. Season three. Show me this. It was show. called Pandemonium. Was yeah, season. yeah, I saw that one. Okay, that was the last episode of the season. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Kind of disappointing, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought there was like, I thought there. Were, yeah, I just. My downloader doesn't reliably download it, so I had actually assumed there was like two more episodes that I need to go get. No, that's it. And mm. it ends on a on another cheaty Eleanor thing, which just felt like we've been down this road before. We know they're meant for each other. Mm-hmm. We know they're going to find each other again. Right. It really uh, didn't feel... I I was disappointed because I, I kept waiting for that point where the Give Place always does where it breaks what you mm-hmm. think yeah. and it didn't and I really think that like especially as the end of the season this didn't work like I think that it would have been much better end of the season if it was just Eleanor replacing Michael and saying hello mm-hmm. I'm the architect that would have been a much yeah. better end mm-hmm. than this whole cheating yeah. is mind yeah no you're right you're really right um I didn't know it was the finale. I was waiting for more good place. Yeah, I agree. Not, not, a, not a good finish. Didn't finish with the reinvention. Hopefully they come back from it. I mean, so, I, we talked about the Goldbergs last week, right? Yeah. How they did that shitty wedding singer uh-huh. one. I'm not sure if this was the very next episode. I think there was an intermediate episode. They just did one based on Major League. And it was like it was missing the same thing, huh? Where it's uh, just there's no well, there wasn't there wasn't like scenes cut in. It was at, like it was contrived in the school. Like the for some reason I, I wasn't paying super good attention. I was working, but the they just need the baseball team to lose. So they cast all the geeks to be on the baseball team. And, um, oh, so it was it was did did it recognize that that. that Major League was an actual movie. It's, yeah, so it wasn't like yeah. The so wedding the wedding singer, singer wasn't actually a movie. This was like they loved the Major League, and Major League was happening to them. Okay. And which is Major League is just the bad news bears. Yeah, it, it's the same story. It, it, it's yeah, but it was it was similar. It's like they're trying to get are they trying to get people to tune in because they might see the commercial where it's name dropping the, the thing? it sounds like it, it sounds like 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 I explained last time. What, what, with like the difference between community doing a paintball episode or or the conspiracy episode or or even like the when they did the when they they did like a pulp quote unquote pulp fiction episode but it wasn't about pulp fiction at all it was about it it, it was more about uh it was more a movie it was more about a movie called My Dinner with Andre but it was actually more about the relationship that Abed has with everybody else. Mm-hmm. It was more about the characters than yeah. anything else. Yeah. And, and with, with the lens of my name is Andre. Right. Yeah. And 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 it was it's always it was always about making sure that the story the characters worked and that there was a character story going on and that everything else was was gravy that was yeah. added on onto I'm it starting to think that Goldberg's has jumped the shark. I mean it sounds like it. If they're doing stuff like this, that just sounds like that sounds desperate. Yeah, it's it. It sounds like they Jeff Garland on it. Just like make him. He's so good. Well, look. I mean, all sitcoms get old. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, premises dry out. Characters become cartoony. It, it happens to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but actually going cartoony on purpose is like it. It, it feels like they're. It, it sounds like they're not trying hard. It sounds like they're. they're it does. It, feel, they're, it feels like it. I mean, they used to be like, you know, there was the Wonder Years, Freaks and Geeks, and the Goldbergs, and all the same kind of show, uh, plot wise. Maybe not comedy wise, but plot wise. Okay. You know, just like. Remember the you know remember back then what it was yeah. like, and then when you know when Adam the main character was younger, right? He was he was us. He was you and me, right? He had you know yeah, USS. I, I tried watching the show. I didn't I didn't like it. It's I didn't like his voice. Really, okay. I didn't like the, the, the look. But I I saw that that it was you know 
definitely could could be funny. It wasn't like I mean, even like the Big Bang Theory. I don't like that show at all, but I can recognize that they're good joke writers on that yeah. show, right? But you know, when the Goldbergs was like starting it, like when Adam was pre-pubes, you know, like just going through puberty, right? He he was you and me. He was, you know, he had USS Flag from GI Joe, and you know, played. He loved, you know, it's just like, you know, it was just like such a close tie-in to like, you know. The kind of nerdy, geeky kid, and um, whereas Community did a, did a GI Joe episode where they where they they made it into the GI Joe cartoon, but it was about Jeff's insecurities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely not Community, but I don't know what the fuck they're doing with these movie tie-ins. It's weird. Yeah. Well. How about we end on this Josh Gar or, or Carlos Garza thing? Okay. Do you want to do Garza and I'll be the, the attorney? I'll try. Okay, let's start on. So so this My is. Peter fell asleep. Give me a second here. Okay, so this is. I was showing Jeff this while I was trying to throw up, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is. So there, th- th- these Bitcoin idiots made this ridiculous scheme and and they were getting caught by the sec for it but this guy goes into this here this this deposition from the the sec is is just you know trying to get information and trying to depose him mm-hmm. and he is uh obstinate to a degree that i have not seen before it's, it's stunning where should we start let's start on um Line five, page five. Line five, page five. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, before the record opened, we showed you copies of two documents in this case. One is our non-public order of investigation, and that is the document here. And the other is the Exhibit 1 in this matter, which is the SEC's Form 1662. Do you have any questions that you'd like to ask on the record? I don't. I don't understand them, but I have seen them. Just to give you a little bit of background here, this is an investigation by the United States Securities and Exchange Commission in the matter of JW Miners LLC. It's our file number, B2979. And our investigation is determined whether there have been any violations of the federal security laws or any other provisions of the laws that the SEC enforces. However, facts that we develop in this investigation might constitute violations of other federal, state, civil, or criminal laws. Understanding that you have not consulted with an attorney, are you nonetheless prepared to answer questions today? I don't understand this type of law. I am very scared. I'm willing to come back and speak with an attorney, but I can't afford an attorney at this time. So you guys would have to appoint me an attorney. Just so you know, the appointment of counsel is not something we were able to do. This is a civil proceeding and not a criminal proceeding. And so there are no funds available. We don't typically, as a matter of course, appoint counsel for anyone. If you're interested in retaining your own attorney, you are, of course, free to do that. I do understand that you're asked for a couple of extensions of this date in order to remain to retain the attorney. Is that correct? I think you gave me a total of two weeks of extensions. I don't understand this type of law. I like, like I said, I'm very scared. I'm willing to comply in any way necessary, but I'd have to have an attorney present, and at this time, I cannot afford one. There is provision in the United States Constitution called the Fifth Amendment, and that provides that a witness has the right to refuse to answer questions when you believe that your answer to those questions may incriminate you in a criminal matter. Are you asserting your rights under the Fifth Amendment to refuse to answer substantive questions? I'm extremely frightened in this situation. I don't understand this type of law. I have never dealt with anything like this. I am more than willing to comply, but I have to have an attorney present. I can't afford one at this time. So you're not interested in this time in asserting your Fifth Amendment rights against self-incrimination? I don't understand the Fifth Amendment rights. I am very frightened. I am very scared. I don't know what the SEC is or what they do. I am more than willing to comply, but I have to have an attorney present. I can't afford one right now. Let's skip ahead to page 13, page 6, page 13. Uh, we'll start with me on line 5. I'm telling you that we don't have funds to have a counsel appointed for you. I don't understand the type of law at all. It just scares me. 
Are you going to have fun the next two or three weeks to retain your own counsel? At this time, I cannot afford counsel. Are you under any medication today that would impair you from giving a true and accurate testimony? I don't understand this type of law. I'm eager to help out in any way I can, but I'm very scared right now. As you can hear, my voice is shaking. If you guys were to appoint me a counsel, then I would come back under the counsel and I would answer any questions that he or she advises. Right now, I am very frightened. Other than being frightened, is there any reason you couldn't provide true and accurate testimony today? I don't understand this type of law. I'm eager to help answering any questions if I had an attorney. At this time, I cannot afford an attorney. But if you guys come back, absolutely. Let's skip down to page 7. And we'll go from, uh, what, page 18, uh, line 14. Well, we want you to tell us is the truth. Is that scary to you? I don't understand this type of law at all. I don't understand what you guys deal in, but I do understand but I do understand that I want to help. But in this order for me to help, I would feel way more safe and comfortable if I had an attorney. And as I said, I cannot afford one right now. But if you guys appointed me one, then I could I would absolutely come back with that counsel and I would do as he or she instructs. Well, go off the record for a few minutes. It's now 9.55 and we're off the record. Off the record from 9.55 to 9.57. We're back on the record. It is 9.57 a.m. Mr. Garza, would you confirm for us that during the brief break we took, we didn't have any discussions of substance about this case while on the record? Is that correct? I'm sorry. I don't understand. Okay. During the time between when we were off the record and came back on the record, neither Gretchen nor I asked you any questions. Is that fair? I don't know. This may sound silly to you guys because you're educated in the type of law. I just don't know what type of questions to answer. Like I said, I'm very ignorant on this and it frightens me. This is a very simple question. Between the time I told the court reporter we went off the record and when I told her we were coming back on the record, did I ask you anything at all? I feel kind of intimidated just because I don't know the questions, don't know what questions to answer, and I just feel I would feel safer if I had an attorney present to just that knew the type of law that could instruct me on how to answer. I don't know... I know this may sound silly to you, but I am scared in this situation. Let's skip down to page 10, and we'll go to page 30, line 4. Mr. Garza, are you presently working? Uh, The situation kind of intimidates me. I would feel more comfortable if I had an attorney present with the help of answering questions. To help answering questions. So you're refusing to tell us what, even whether you're currently employed? At this time, I cannot afford counsel. But as I stated, I want to help. I'm eager to put this behind me. But the situation frightens me. So you guys would have to appoint me an attorney so that I would come with that counsel and help as he or she instructs. Mr. Garza, what is your full name? Again, Ms. Shields, I don't mean to be disrespectful at all. I understand the importance of you guys, but I don't understand this type of law at all. I understand that I'm scared and I am eager to help, but I would have to have an attorney present. I hope that this doesn't... This goes on for ten more pages, guys. I hope that this doesn't silly to you guys, but if you guys appointed me an attorney then I would come back and I would absolutely help and by any means that they told me to this goes on for like how old are you sir yeah no it, it it's just like he won't answer any questions and like like I was as I was saying to Jeff before we started the show it's like it, it's like he's wishing the universe will somehow intervene. He's, he's hoping so hard. I did this in third grade with the book report that I yeah, didn't write. That somehow... I looked at my desk and forwarded this book report that I did not write mm-hmm. for the entire class. Uh, and it, 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 it doesn't work. And I feel for the, the prosecutor here who's just trying to get him to answer, what is your name? <laughs> 
<laughs> what is your name, motherfucker? And this goes on for this goes on till eleven a.m. Remember, they were at like nine. They started. So this goes on for two hours of him <laughs> saying to every question, yeah, "This is a depos- I'm really scared. I don't. I I need you to appoint me an attorney because I can't afford an attorney. I don't understand this law." To every question, yeah, dude went to jail. <laughs> this this strategy was not a good one. You gotta be some kind of sociopath to stick to that line of questioning. Uh, I think he was. I, I legit think he was scared, but I also, like I said, legit think that he he was. But like, you know how hard he was it, hoping. Do you know how hard it is to stick with that line and not give in to the questions like at all for the easy ones? It's. I, I I don't know what kind of. It's like a negotiation, right? I mean, it's. Well, I mean, he we went in there, and that was his strategy. Like that was but sticking with it for two hours is just insane. I couldn't do that. He well, I, he like I said, I think he was he was hoping that it would work. He thought that if he did it enough, they would like break down and say, "Okay, we'll get you an attorney. Will that make you talk?" And then he'd be like, "Yay!" But that's not how it works. And at the end, they just said, "At the end." I mean, the reason it's why kind of a contempt, right? I well, the re- yeah, the reason why this went on for two hours was to demonstrate to the judge ultimately that it, he was not being cooperative. He was not. It, mm-hmm. it was not a question of yeah, because yeah, you're scared, but after a while, like you said, you you get comfortable enough to like okay, I can or you get worn down. But this was his strategy. Yeah, he wouldn't answer the most basic questions, right? So it was clear that this, that he was obfuscating. I mean, like, yeah, if he if he won't answer what your what's your name and say, oh, I need an attorney present to answer what my name is. There's, you know, there, there's a piss test, <laughs> and it's not gonna it's not gonna fall. So yeah, that that was interesting, and it took me like ten minutes to find this, but I'm glad I did because yeah, that's that's something special, right? I mean, come on, amazing. You need to send that to, like, uh, Comedy Bang Bang and get them to redo it. <laughs> or Rick and Morty, like they did with the... <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it's funny enough. Like, it, it's I, more like a thing where you have I to... I think if you... I mean, it, like, someone like Comedy Bang Bang or Rick and Morty, right? They could add in inf- growing inflection and yeah. obstinance and frustration. I think it would be funny. Yeah. It will, so it does remind me of, of, of something I saw, which is yeah, I'll, 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 where, where someone was overcoached. Uh, and the New York Times did something where, where they, they... Which was... I mean, it, it was actually featuring a lot of Channel 101 actors, so it was, it was meant to be funny. Yeah. Uh, but here, let's... Uh, Let's do this. Let's see if I can find it here. Yeah, got it. Let me uh, close down the music here. All right. So this, this is this is also this is an actual transcript from a um, from a deposition. is good. One is a photocopier on YouTube. In 2010, the Cuyahoga County Recorder's Office in Ohio was sued when it decided to charge $2 per page for photocopies of public documents. The following scene is a deposition from that court case. The dialogue is presented verbatim. record information from your computer system onto the master CD is a device within the recorder's office. Is that correct, as opposed to being in some other building somewhere? Yes. During your tenure in the computer department at the recorder's office, has a recorder's office had photocopying machines? Objection. Any photocopying machine? When you say photocopying machine, what do you mean? Let me be 
Let me make sure I understand your question. You don't have an understanding of what a photocopying machine is? No, I want to make sure that I answer your question correctly. Dave, I'll object to the tone of the question. You make it sound like it's unbelievable to you that he wouldn't know what the definition of a photocopy machine is. I didn't ask him to define it. I asked him if he had it. When you say photocopying machine, what do you mean? <laughs> Let me be clear. The, the cuts on the, the screen. The photocopying machine is so ambiguous that you can't picture in your mind what a photocopying machine is in an office setting. I just want to make sure I answer your question correctly. Well, we'll find out. If you can say yes or no, I can do follow-ups. But it seems, if you really don't know in an office setting what a photocopying machine is, I'd like the Ohio Supreme Court to hear you say so. I just want to make sure I answer your question correctly. There's different types of photocopiers, Dave. You're speaking instead of... You're not under oath. This guy is. I understand that. But I understand what his objection is. You want him to answer the question, I don't think it's fair. It's not fair? It's not a fair question. A photocopy machine can be a machine that uses photostatic technology, that uses xerographic technology, that uses scanning technology. I don't care what kind of technology it uses. Has your offices... We don't have technocrats on the Ohio Supreme Court. We've got people like me, general guys... Objection. ...or gals. I'm not really very interested in what the technology element of it is. I want to know. That's what's at issue in the case, Dave. Not in my judgment. Do you have photocopying machines at the recorder's office? If you don't know what that means in an office setting, please tell the court you don't know what that means in an office setting to have a photocopying machine. I would like to answer your question to the best of my ability. I'm asking you to answer that. So if you could explain to me what you mean by... I'm not going to do that because I want you... I want to establish on the record that you really don't know what it is. I want to establish that. Now, do you know what it is or do you not know what it is? Do you understand what that term means in common parlance or not? Common parlance? Common language. I'm sorry. I didn't know what that meant. I understand that there are photocopying machines, and there are different types of them, just like there are, are different Are there any cars. in the recorder's office? Some of them office? run under gas power, some of them under electric power, and I'm asking if you could help me out by explaining what you mean by photocopying machine. That's a great point. Instead of trying to make me feel stupid. If you feel stupid, it's not because I'm making you feel that way. <laughs> Objection! I have self-confidence, and I have no problem. I don't think you're stupid. I think I don't have any problem answering the question. I think you're playing games with me. Dave, the word photocopying is at issue in this case, and you're asking him whether something is or isn't a photocopy machine, which is a legal conclusion. This isn't a patent case. There's no statute that defines where I'm asking him to define technology for me. I'm asking... I want to find out from a layperson's perspective, not from an engineer's perspective, not from a technician's perspective, but from... I have an idea. How about this? Have you ever heard the term photocopier or photocopy used in the recorder's office by anybody? Photocopy? I'm sure in the time I've been there, someone has used the term. And have you ever heard them use it in referencing a particular device or machine within the recorder's office? By way of example, can you photocopy that for me? That's an example of office parlance. That particular terminology I've not witnessed. What was the context that you heard the term photocopy used in the recorder's office? I'm sure it's been used. Uh, I didn't say I remembered a specific instance. All right. But you have a general understanding that people have used the term photocopy within the recorder's office in terms of something that could be done there. Is that true? I'm sure it's been used... I don't remember a specific instance or how it was used. I'm sure it's been used. And is it fair to say that it's been used in terms of being able to copy one piece of paper onto another piece of paper using a machine? No? Not sure of that? I'm sure it's been used. I don't recall a specific instance in which it was. Do you have a secretary? No. Does anybody there have a secretary? Yes. Have you ever heard a secretary use the term photocopy? No. Have you ever... Do you have machines there where I can put in a paper document, push a button or two, and out will come copies of that paper document also on paper? Do you have such a machine? Yes, sir. What do you call that machine?
Xerox. That's somebody just being way overly coached and, and sticking to his script too much. <laughs> and just like not, you know, not letting it through and then ultimately giving up at the end. Well, the lawyer, the defense lawyer even talked about the different technologies, right? So right. the prosecute the deposition, guy doing the deposition could have stated that for this deposition, I consider photocopy, xerography, dittography, all that stuff is being a synonym. Well, yeah, but that's, I mean, the, the, the problem with that is it's so technical mm -hmm. uh, without actually being pertinent Important. to the yeah, case yeah. at hand. And it's mm -hmm. it's too much of an obvious, like, when when juries or, 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 or the judges of the Supreme Court are looking at this, they're going to say a reasonable mm -hmm. person is not going to... To agree with that, a reasonable person is not going to get mm -hmm. on that and find nitty gritty. They're going to accept the photocopy as a copy, is mm -hmm. a Xerox. They're all the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so it's a, that's where while the lawyer was being very technical, not doing a good job because that's not going to fly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> photocopy, motherfucker! Have you seen it? <laughs> Xerox. But although they're saying following many depositions and more than six hundred pages of paperwork, the case never went to trial. So that it the the lawyer did the was able to obfuscate enough to get or or whatever. I mean, they were able to, to, to get it to work. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it does work, but uh it didn't work in Garza no. case. I'm very scared. I don't understand this type of law. I don't even know what the SEC does. Mm -hmm. Just say I take my fifth amendment rights. Just I'm not going to, you know, fit in it. That's all you gotta do. You can do that, but okay, let's play devil's advocate, right? Where he thinks that's a trap, right? Well, it's it's his right. I mean, he can either answer questions or not. If he's not going to answer questions, he has to assert his right. Uh, if he's going to say, I, "I will answer questions for you," but then and not assert his right, then he's then he's real. Then, then it's even worse than yeah. than not sure. Right. I'm very scared. I don't understand yeah. this kind of love. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. We will talk to you uh, real soon. Real soon.